This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. strap in there sometimes it's a 50-50 shot whether I finish the race or not. Welcome into NASCAR America, presented by Mobile One. Carolyn Mano and Parker Kligerman with you today. Only a 30-minute show, so we begin with one of the biggest stories of the year, I think it's safe to say. Hendrick Motorsports announcing yesterday that Jimmy Johnson and Chad Canals are splitting up at the end of the season. Johnson's new crew chief will be Kevin Mendering, who is currently the crew chief for Elliott Sadler in the Xfinity Series. Canals will work with 20-year-old William Byron next season. And earlier today, Marty Snyder spoke with both Johnson and Canals. Well, Carolyn, hanging out with Jimmy Johnson and Chad Canals. Did you guys announce something or something? Did I miss something or what, what happened? Like, Plus, uh, there's a lot of cameras uh, around. a lot of cameras here. It's crazy. Um, uh, no, I want to know, seriously. So when did this become a serious topic, you think? Kind of whose decision was it, and why is now the right time to make this announcement? You know, it's it's been something that we've talked about internally. Um, Chad and I have, and Rick have here for you know some length of time. It, it's not something that just happened in the last couple of weeks by any stretch. So, you know, there's uh, you know I think we've had some very mature and, and deep, real conversations over the last handful of you know months and uh, course of a year essentially, and just kind of kicked around the what if and in you know we're, we're at that point where you know we, we we both want to pursue this opportunity the, the opportunity that's set for, you know in front of both of us um it does fit in some other things timing wise that uh that works out well and, and does help the company so timing is a piece of it but you know the decision was really between chad rick and myself and uh you know as you can imagine we, we've had a long run, obviously, yeah. and as you can imagine, it took a while to make this decision and then try to figure out how to put the pieces of it together. Is it simply that uh, you both said it's not broken, Chad? The relationship's not broken necessarily. Did it just run its course, maybe? I think it's definitely got – there's an element to that for sure. Um, man, we've been together a long time. We've, mm-hmm. we've won a lot of races. We've been through a lot of uh, emotional highs and lows, and to, to be able to you know, be adults and sit down and say, okay, look – we think this thing has run its course. There's opportunity for, for both of us. There's opportunity for other people. There's opportunity for the company. Now's the right time to go ahead and make this decision. Um, you know, Rick's pretty smart. And as he sits back from his, you know, 20,000 foot view and sees the pieces and the, the, how all the parts fit together, when he brings up something like that, you pay attention to it. And, you know, it's, it's the right time for it. Has there been that moment yet where you guys sit back together and maybe have a beer and say, man, we did a lot? Or is that moment to come, maybe when you're in rocking chairs after you've both retired someday? I think that's the beauty of our relationship. It's it's not going to be A or A moment or A beer. It's going to be 
beers and moments, uh, <laughs> you know, quite frankly. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next holiday together. I'm looking forward to the next vacation opportunity. I'm looking forward to the next time that I just cruise over to his pad, you know, and we, we play with the girls. So mm-hmm. um, I, we haven't we haven't been people the type to reflect a whole heck of a lot because we've been living in the moment so much. Right. And us being able to step apart from being competitors and competing together, I think it'll create more of those moments organically. All right, give me one thing, because I know there are some things you're going to miss about each other. Working working day-to-day together, because you're still going to work together. You're still going to have to be in competition meetings and all that stuff. Is there anything you're going to miss about him daily? Yeah. Yeah, I will. I'll miss the interaction, the daily interaction. But, you know, if we if we do this correctly, I think we'll still maintain that. You know, mm-hmm. I really enjoy interacting with Jimmy and the competition and, you know, the texts at you know, five o'clock in the morning when he's getting ready to go to run class or, you know, things like that, or him bantering or him beating me up because I wasn't on the bicycle yeah. or whatever it may be. Um, I'll definitely miss that. But as long as we, we uphold our, our friendship, we'll still be there. Yeah. I mean, I, I totally agree. And the thing that's been going through my mind is, you know, the, the brotherhood we have and the, mm-hmm. the presence that he's had in my life. And just knowing that, you know, granted, it's changing on the surface, but that deep bond and friendship that we have, it's not going anywhere. So it's not, I, I guess I'm, I'm, I have comfort in knowing that I still have my buddy. He's still my friend. We're yeah. still there for each other. And that, that hasn't severed and hasn't changed. You know, we're just choosing to do, do some different things on the work front. Six more races to get that win, but a long time to have those beers and those <laughs> stories and those memories to come for these two guys. Marty, thank you. And the numbers that Jimmy Johnson and Chad Canals have compiled as a duo are staggering. 81 total wins, 29 in playoff races alone. Of course, the seven championships. Though now, as Marty just alluded to, they are dealing with a 53-race winless streak. Parker, what stood out to you the most? Well, in that, when Jimmy got asked basically of why this is happening, why now, he said there were some timing things that fit in well for the company. And so what I can suppose from that or take from that, I guess, in so many ways, is that you have a team right here between Chad Knauss and Jimmy Johnson that's kind of run its course. The relationship has run its course, as we've heard. And they're going for that eighth title, and we're not seeing it. So how long do you wait as a company for these two to figure out? Or do you look to the future? So therefore, you take a very experienced crew chief like Chad Knauss and give him to an inexperienced driver like William Byron to guide that icon. 24 car and then you have Jimmy Johnson aligning with Kevin Mendering to guide that 48 car you take the experience of both of this duo and apply it to two cars in that organization to help the whole organization move forward I think this is looking at not the now maybe not in the next three years of Hendrick Motorsports but what does Hendrick Motorsports look like 10 years from now it is an interesting theory especially with Jimmy Johnson saying that the timing helps the company I think that makes a lot of sense in terms of them snapping this 53 race winless streak they have earned a win together in the last 16 consecutive seasons how much much would that mean in the last we only have six races left well I think you could add it to their time sitting in the rocket chair there as Marty Snyder said and say hey remember when we got that win just before we quit together or basically went our separate ways so I think looking ahead right now Martinsville I mean do I have to say any more that is a place that they have been so good at over the years if I was a circle place on their calendar it's definitely Martinsville. all right let's hear now from the driver working with Chad Knauss next year William Byron about a month ago, we, we started to to work on it. Um, I was a bit surprised, but I feel like obviously that's an opportunity you have to look at and, and understand. And we hit it off really well when we talked. And um, just knowing how he is, his type A personality is, is something that I'd like to be a part of. I think he'll challenge my work ethic. He'll challenge my ability on the track. Uh, the details will be challenged, whether that's coming down pit road or, or restarts or things like that. Talk about a juxtaposition that you just <laughs> mentioned, a seven-time champion, and William Byron is 20 years old, soon to be 21. 
you have to think he's going to gain so much by getting a veteran crew chief like Chad Canals. And I think we know who will be the leader of that relationship. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the guy who's won struggle. No, <laughs> we know who runs that ship. That will be Chad Knauss. But I think William Byron said it best. He can learn from Chad Knauss. That's why this change is happening. It's about the future of Hendrick Motorsports. Another thing, I don't think Chad will have to worry about the 5 a.m. text he gets from Jimmy Johnson from <laughs> William Byron. I think that's more of a Jimmy thing to be getting up at 5 a.m. and going for a bike ride. But he definitely, William, will learn on the work ethic side what it takes to be a champion. And I think that's key here is remembering to, to really look at the future of this organization and say how do we guide both of these cars towards the future yeah just a reminder coming up at 5 30 eastern we're going to bring you the dale jr download jr of course was an ace at talladega by the way coming up this weekend six cup series wins there another driver who's mastered that track is joey logano can he complete a season sweep and drive his way into the round of eight jeff burton going to talk to joey logano next on nascar america as we turn our attention to talladega NASCAR America is brought to you by Mobile One Annual Protection. Proven protection for 20,000 miles. Welcome back. Joey Logano, Ryan Blaney, and Brad Kozlowski are about to show why Team Penske is the team to beat at NASCAR's biggest track. It's the Monster Energy Cup Series playoffs hitting Talladega this Sunday, 2 Eastern on NBC. Let's take a look at one of the top NASCAR moments of 2018 brought to you by Coca-Cola. It involves Joey Logano, who won the spring race at Talladega. No surprise, Logano has been terrific at Dega, winning three of the last six races at NASCAR's biggest track. Yesterday, Jeff Burton visited the Penske shop and spoke with Logano. Talladega this weekend, are you stressed out already or not? <laughs> you know, I guess stressing about it doesn't really help the situation. Um, you know, there's obviously a lot that can happen. We had a great race at Dover. We scored a ton of points there, um, which gave us not a comfortable feeling going into Talladega, but a little bit more comfortable than others um, that we can go out there and just do our thing. You know, the, the facts that matter a lot of times when you go speedway racing, at least for our car, we either win or we crash. Um, we're hoping we're on the winning side of it this time, but uh, that's just the way we race there. You know, we, we don't really change the way uh, we speed our race depending on what our point situation is. We, we want to go out there and race hard and um, try to score as many points as possible and stay up front. You know, there's, sometimes there's not a safe place. You know, you can ride in the back all day and get caught up in a crash trying to get to the front at the end of the race, um, or you can be up front and get crashed early in the race racing up front. So there's just so many things that can happen at super speedways that, I guess we're just unsure of, but um, stressing about it doesn't seem to make my car faster. <laughs> so I we, so I believe in, in watching speedway races, you are one of the more aggressive drivers on restricted plate races. Where, where does that come from? Is that past experiences, or, or is that just what you believe is the best way to win a race? You know, it, uh, you know, I think it's a lot of times you're watching other drivers and see what they do to be successful. You know, you look at Dale Jr., you look at, um, you know, a, a Matt Kenseth that was, you know, good at it, they, uh, you know, Denny Hamlin. Um, those guys are aggressive. They're, they'll make the big moves. You see Chase Elliott is one of those guys now, too. He's very aggressive on, on super speedways. Uh, and those are the cars that get themselves up towards the front. Also, the cars that get in crashes a lot. And that's what I'm saying. We either win or we crash because that is the way it seems like you have to race to, to win at these super speedways. So, um, you know, I got a great spotter at TJ Majors that has a lot of information from, from when he was with Junior. And, and we've been able to really uh, put that together with what I know. And, um, and I think each race we've been able to get stronger on these things. So um, I feel confident going into it, but I also know that anything can happen. You know, a lot of times it's out of your control there. But um, if you just do your job and you 
keep yourself towards the front, you might be all right. So when I drove, I never understood the answer to this question, so I'm going to ask you. So some races we go to Talladega, and it's just nuts. It's crazy. Other races we go to Talladega, and it goes single file. <laughs> Can you explain why? Because I never understood why. And it's very frustrating. I'd rather it be two, three wide the whole time, so at least you can do something. But, uh, you know, I think now the stage racing has changed speedway racing quite a bit because you kind of see uh, the, the groups of manufacturers a lot of times end up working together and trying to figure out how they score points. Like that, that seems like that's changed a little bit of speedway racing. But then towards the end of the race, you know, you'll see sometimes you think it's going to be a, a cluster and then everyone's freight training against the wall. And you're like, what happened? And once it starts kind of doing that, you know, it's hard to make the move because if you're fifth, say you're fifth and you want to try to get the, to the lead and you pull out and go to the bottom and only two or three cars go with you, you go all the way back to 30th. So that risk versus reward, you got to think about the whole time. And, you know, as you get closer to the end of the race and there's two to go, one to go, and you're like, when do I make this move? You don't want to be too late. You want to be the first guy to do it because that's how you win the race. But if you do it too early, you're going to finish 30th. So you really have to go through that in your mind and uh, and understand where everyone's at around you. The points situation for a lot of cars around you, you have to think about for this situation. So just being aware of, of the, your surroundings, I think, is the most important. Who's got a stable car? Who has a fast car? Who has to make points? Um, who just doesn't care and just going for a win? All that stuff has to be going through my mind this week. Well, one thing's for sure, I can promise you this weekend, if you want to watch a driver that's going to be aggressive trying to stay in front all day long, it's going to be Joey Logano. Looking forward to watching this weekend. And his win in this year's spring race at Talladega is just the latest in a string of successes for Team Penske at NASCAR's biggest track. Logano and Brad Keselowski have combined to win the last two races, but maybe more notably, six of the last eight cup races at Talladega. Why do you think they have been so dominant there? Well, I think it's an attitude thing, first and foremost. You hear Joe Logano talking about going to Talladega there and saying that a lot of positive things, which you don't only hear from a lot of drivers. And it's funny, when we talk about these races being, you know, crapshoots all the time and anyone can win, and then we see two drivers basically dominate at Talladega for the last couple races and therefore it tells me these are two drivers that one have a great attitude going to these races and they do their homework. I know from working with Brad and listening to Joe Logano talk about what he does with his spotter, what Brad does with his spotter and the tape that he watches and the things he looks for, they do an incredible amount of homework to plan out what their strategy is going to be, what their decisions are and especially those last couple laps as you heard Joey say there it's those last couple laps, that last move that will be the difference between winning and losing at these racetracks and the way you get yourself in position for that and make the right move is by doing your homework and these two drivers I believe outwork most of the field in the homework department. So maybe those doing their fantasy homework will yes. consider using Penske those, this weekend. I would say they're heavily in my fantasy lineup. Yeah we're going to make our picks in just a little bit but coming up we are going to refocus on the top story of the week maybe the season the news that shook the foundation of NASCAR we're going to be joined by Sirius XM's Pete Pistoni to discuss the split between Jimmy Johnson and Chad Canal. Stay with us. Well, Sunday night, it is game on between the red-hot Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady when the Chiefs face the Patriots at Foxborough Football Night in America 7 Eastern. Kickoff at 8.20 Sunday night, of course, only on NBC. All right, let's welcome in the co-host of The Morning Drive on Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Pete Pistoni. Pete, talk to us. What was the fans' reaction to the Johnson Canal split? I would have to say shock and surprise, probably equal parts of that, Carolyn, when the news came down yesterday. Uh, and then I'll be honest with you, I was somewhat surprised as well for the timing of when it came with six races to go in this season. 
especially a couple of weeks ago, Jimmy was so close to winning at Charlotte. Chad Canales telling us he felt if they would have got to the next round of the championship round, they would have been able to win another championship. And now we get the news that it's going to end at the end of the year. It's the end of an era. There's no other way to put it, guys. We will never see anything like this again, in my opinion. And I think part of that is just for the longevity. Think about this. These guys have been together for 17 years. Everything they've accomplished, championships, race wins, and all that. But just to be together for 17 years, I don't think you'll see a driver and a crew chief stay together that long ever again in this sport. Hey, Pete, just quickly, we just heard from a wide-eyed William Byron excited about this opportunity. But what is the learning curve for Chad Canals going from a seven-time champion to a 20-year-old driver? Yeah, that's, that's going to be interesting, Carolyn. I mean, he is now going to go to complete mentor mode here and try to take under his wing a talented guy, no doubt about it. And what a statement this makes for me for Hendrick Motorsports to put Chad Canals with William Byron in terms of what they feel that they've got with William Byron and his future there. But I do think there's going to be a little bit more because you don't have as much give and take simply because William Byron doesn't have anywhere near the experience that Jimmy Johnson has had all these years. Pete, with all these changes and some of the changes we've seen at Hendrick Motorsports over the last couple of years, I'm curious, what are you hearing from the fans about the perception of Hendrick Motorsports? You know, if we go back 10 years ago, it was the dominant organization full of superstars. What is the perception now? I think the perception is, Parker, that it's a very cyclical sport and everyone's time has come and sometimes it goes. And right now, it's a team that's just going through a lot of changes. You know, we see this in all other sports. You change personnel, you change managers. This team has been so good for so long, it's a little bit shocking. But, you know, remember this. Rick Hendrick's not a guy that is afraid of making changes. I mean, he put together one time, I remember not that long ago, a guy named Steve Letart took him from Jeff Gordon to work with Dale Earnhardt Jr. and moved things around there, and it was a bit of a shock. I'm not that shocked that they did it, but I think the fans know that this is going to be a different Hendrick Motorsports here for the next few years. Pete, let's just change topics quickly to Talladega. What do you expect from the weekend? What do you expect specifically uh, from Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch this weekend? Yeah, I think they'll be near the front like they always are every week, Carolyn. But when I listened to you guys earlier in the show, and I just believe that there is a specific a skill set and a talent to tell it in. And, and I really don't think it's quite as random as everybody makes it out to be. So when I talk about that, how do I not talk about Team Penske and Brad Keselowski and Joey Logano and, and Ryan Blaney? I really believe those are the guys, be the guys to beat. We know they've won six of the last eight races there. So I think those are the guys everyone's going to be chasing. But boy, when you ladle in all of these playoff implications now after what happened to so many drivers at the end of Dover last week, this is not an elimination race, but I think for a lot of people, they need to look at it that way because they cannot come out of Talladega anymore behind the eight ball than they already are. All right. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, from what I understand, you have Parker Clearman on your truck's fantasy <laughs> lineup. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> is that what You're a smart man. Now I, you yeah. know, I knew I liked you, but now I love you, Pete. Thank you. <laughs> is that what you so were going to say? Yeah, yeah this is basically just gonna... say, I heard you have a really good driver on your truck's fantasy lineup. <laughs> I knew so. you were going to say it. Uh, Pete, thank you very much. Uh, enjoy the weekend. We appreciate you being with us. All right, guys. You are ridiculous. You, <laughs> Fancy picks still to come. Also, um, Parker, yes. we've been talking about him. Uh, he has I a top something. secret project that he's been working on. Are you going to stay tuned? Fill the tea. Oh yeah, no. Please okay. stay tuned. It's going to be awesome. You have never seen anything like this All before. Right. More Parker Kligerman if you're into that when we come back. NASCAR America is brought to you by Mobile One Annual Protection. Proven protection for 20,000 miles. To the race lead, give it to Parker Kligerman. Filthy truck crash! Parker Kligerman wins at Talladega. We won it! Hell yeah!
Watched that race back already because I was doing my homework, like Joe Gano Brad Kisasi. Last fall's playoff trucks yeah, race? Yes, because um, I had to see the move I made. I didn't want to have a perception of it. I wanted to know. By the way, you have two wins in trucks that day. Get. Nobody yes. in history has three in trucks. You could potentially no, do that. I could this be like weekend. in the record book somewhere. No yeah. way. I'll be like that footnote in Wikipedia so you, one day. How are you feeling? I feel good. I think we have a great truck. My crew chief just called me a little bit ago and said we have a, he's very excited about this truck. They did all the things they could they knew to do to it. So he said it will be faster than last year's truck. So that means it just makes my job easier. Hopefully. All right. Well, if that video montage did not make Parker's head completely swell, oh. he is also yes. co-hosting a new show on NBCSN. It's called Proving Grounds. Yes. Fast-paced immersion auto this, racing and testing. Not racing per se, but testing. Okay, let's take a sneak peek. All right. This is a series of obstacles designed to test the capabilities of any vehicle, from big American sedans to tiny European sports cars. Watch as we put them through the ultimate challenge with the only people competent enough to oversee such an evaluation. Welcome to Proofy Grounds. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, go! This thing is awesome! What does that mean? It's a Prius that rips. I think it's time for the Hellcat. Oh, it's definitely Hellcat time. And it makes the noise! And now we're going to answer everyone's favorite question. Can you drift it? And I just became a man. First of all, I love the graphics. Yes, Hot it's 80s style. Throwback it's 80s really style. Cool, really cool. NASCAR vintage T. That looks like fun. It's a really awesome show. Don't worry, Dale Jr. is still the only one with his own show on this network because I have three, two others that join me there. As you saw, Stan Smith, who's an automotive journalist, and then we got the tallest professional race car driver we could find in Lee Keen, who drives all the cars through the <laughs> course. And we take anything from minivans to supercars through this course. It has uh, speed bumps, parallel parking, a wet corner. Cool. There's a straightaway. There's an off-road section for cars that can do that. All to see how they stack up against each other in a various set of obstacles. So yeah. it's a really cool deal. Um, and we hope you laugh. We hope you enjoy it when you get to watch it. It'll come out uh, next Sunday after the Kansas race and after Victory Lap. So if you're watching this show, I know you'll be watching so that. So right here on NBCSN, on NBCSN yes. a week from Sunday after the Kansas race. Make sure you're there for that. Please I'm do. here for it. I Please think it's do. Awesome. I'd like to make more of them. It'd be a lot of fun. Okay, uh, let's make some fantasy picks. What okay. are you doing? So uh, this is tough because it's Talladega, but I got Kyle Busch, Brad Kozlowski, like I said. How can you not take Ricky Stenhouse? I don't care if he wrecks the whole field. He'll wow. probably win doing it. AJ Allmendinger is kind of my hedge because he'll probably hang out the back and then take up, if there's a big wreck, he'll get some great spots. Blaney in the garage, and then you see down there who I've got, pole winner 88. Okay, I like it. Who do you got? Um, all right, so here's what I got going on. <laughs> I got a couple Penske guys in there. I put Jimmy Johnson there. I feel like maybe hey, this news would fire him up a little bit, fire yeah. those guys up. Kevin Harvick, of course, I put in there. And um, Ford is the manufacturer. I feel like it's a pretty safe bet as well. That's, That's all for NASCAR America. <laughs> Make sure you stay put. Dale Jr. Download starts right now. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard. 
the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability.